In today's show, we talk about two amazing projects just in time for Christmas. The first is a conversation with David Mullins, brother to legendary Christian recording artist Rich Mullins, about the new film based on Rich's life, Ragamuffin. Then, talking about legendary recording artists, John Schlitt of Petra fame stops in to discuss his new Christmas project, titled appropriately, The Christmas Project. This is the 37th episode of On Faith's Edge. Hey, this is Michael Sweet from Striper, and you are listening to On Faith's Edge with Joe Taylor. God bless you. This is On Faith's Edge, where engaging, enlightening, and entertaining content brings us closer to living an authentic faith. We'll talk faith and life with people in business and entertainment as we work out the space where God and life collide on Faith's Edge. And now your host, Joe Taylor. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Hello, hello, hello. We have another good one for you today. If you are a fan of Rich Mullins, you are going to love my talk with his brother, David, about the new film, Ragamuffin. And later in in the show today, John Schlitt and I talk about The Christmas Project, so stick around. John 1633, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Hi, welcome to On Faith's Edge. My name is Joe Taylor. Recovering Atheist and Your Servant in Jesus Christ. This is your place to hear conversations with people of faith in business and entertainment. From all walks of life and levels of success, they all have one thing in common. Like David Mullins and John Schlitt, they believe in God and they come here to talk about it. Last episode, I sat down with movie producer Paul Lalonde to discuss Left Behind starring Academy Award winner Nicolas Cage. You can hear our conversation at onfaithsedge.com slash 36. That's onfaithsedge.com slash 36. On today's show, David Mullins joins me to talk about Ragamuffin, a new movie about the life of his brother, legendary Christian musician Rich Mullins. This is a really, really good movie. Raw, gritty, very transparent into the life of Rich. And and uh, my gosh, I mean, I've I've given this movie out to... I can't tell you how many people, but it's a really, really good movie. Then right after my talk with David Mullins, I talk with John Schlitt about his new Christmas CD aptly named The Christmas Project. Let's get right into my conversation with David Mullins. We're here today with David Mullins, brother to legendary Christian artist, Christian musician, Rich Mullins. Rich, unfortunately, passed in 1997 at the young age of 41, leaving a legacy of Christian music unparalleled. Many, many of his songs are, uh, are standards. Everybody knows Awesome God. I don't, I don't think that you can go to a church today uh, that hasn't done it many, many times. And I'll bet you, in fact, there's a church right now, today, doing awesome god so welcome to the show david mullins yeah thanks it's great to be here david we're here to talk about a movie ragamuffin about the life of your brother rich mullins this is an important movie the reason it's an important movie is uh rich mullins in in the christian world is beloved uh and respected not only for his music but for his 
his ministry. People need to know his story. And the and the movie is Ragamuffin. First of all, how did why why the name Ragamuffin? Yeah, Ragamuffin came from um, Brendan Manning, uh, who wrote uh, the Ragamuffin Gospel, and that was a book uh, that really had a, a big impact and influence on Rich's life. Um, and uh, so basically, it's just talking about kind of. Uh, it's, it deals with the grace of God and, and kind of us recognizing our own brokenness and, and kind of inadequacy uh, and, and relying on God uh, for what only God can be and do. Uh, and so, so that had a big impact on Rich's life. And uh, I know he named his band, uh, the Ragamuffin Band, right. uh, when he came right. out with Liturgy Legacy, a Ragamuffin Band. Uh, and it was just kind of a, a picture of, of uh, you know, being a beggar at the, foot, at the doorstep of God's grace. Uh, and so... So that really just kind of fit for right. what this movie's about. Right. Your brother died in 1997. How did he die? Uh, he was killed in a car accident. Okay. At the age of 41. Yeah. He was a uh, month short of being 42. Wow. So. Wow. And uh, as I said before, he, leave, he left behind a legacy of Christian music that is unparalleled. But it's 2014 now. Why do this movie so many years later? Yeah. Part of it is because we never intended to. Um, oh, hmm. it, it just wasn't something that we thought, oh yeah, there should be a movie about him. Uh, but, uh, four years ago, Dave Schultz, who directed the, the movie and headed up the project, um, through a mutual friend of, of mine, got in co- contact with me and, uh, we were having lunch and he was telling me about the impact that, that Rich's story and what God had done in Rich's life had had on him. And he said, uh, basically he didn't think he would be a believer if it wasn't for what God had done in Rich's life uh, and how God had worked through dark times in Rich's life and uh, how it had got him through a lot of things. And so he felt like if the, if that story had had that kind of impact on him, it still could on others today. And, and uh, he said, you know, he was, he worked in movies and if he was a painter, he'd want to paint about it. If he was a writer, he'd want to write about it. And he said, but I, I'm, a film guy. So I want to make a movie about it. And at the time I was like, yeah, sure. I want to play for the Colts too. So, uh, but, uh, cause he had no money, we had no money, but then, uh, people stepped forward and, and wanted to, to fund a movie, uh, for him to do. And, and so he got a hold of me and said, no, seriously, I, this is what I want to do. Can I pitch this story and, uh, talk to my siblings. And, and we were all in agreement that, that if he wanted to tell that story, uh, the story of kind of a brokenness and the goodness of God, that, that we were in. So you're his younger brother, correct? Yeah. Okay. By how many years? 12, 12 years. Wow. Okay. Okay. This is a difficult, there had to be a difficult film to do. Number one, it's your brother and you want to honor his legacy, but I can imagine you also want to tell the story. You want to tell the story of the things he struggled with and the, and the issues, maybe some of the issues that he had that, that strengthened his faith and made him even question his faith. Sometimes what will people find out about rich in this movie that, uh, they may not know already. Yeah. My guess is that people will find he's more human than, than maybe they, As they want the are, heroes yeah. to be. Uh, but yeah, he struggled with, he had a, a number of bo- broken relationships that um, had an impact on him through, throughout his whole life uh, from hard, uh, hard relationship with my dad through uh, broken engagements um, and a number of those things. And then uh, with that, he struggled at times with, with, alcohol. Uh, he smoked quite mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, um, you know, he did things that, that man, so many people find themselves in dealing with hardship and brokenness, uh, turning to. So, um, yeah, I, I think they'll find he's maybe a little more human than, 
than sometimes we like. He struggled with issues of his music being a ministry and mm-hmm. his music being a business. And and reconciling those two and mixing those two together uh, seemed, if, I, if I'm not incorrect, it seemed to be a, a tough thing, as it is for many Christian artists, but seemed to be a tough thing for him particularly. And he spoke about it. Okay, tell, us, tell us a little bit about how, how Rich felt about the, the mixture of, of ministry and, and business. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it was a very difficult line for him to walk. Uh, it, w- it was just a challenge to, because I, you know, I, I think uh, I, I remember a quote that, that I remember him talking about, uh, I think at a concert, but I think maybe also in interviews that, that, you know, you don't, you don't write songs because people need more music. Uh, you write songs because it's in you to write them. Uh, and I think that's, you know, the thing that drew, drew him into, into being a musician was it's just who he was, who he was. Uh, but then when you start making a living from it and, and you get into record deals and wait, the label needs to make this much money on this album and wait, now there's all of these people that need to make, you know, trying to make a living and how do you do all of this and how do you balance? Uh, it's really easy for business, I think, to, to override the ministry side, uh, especially if you're not business minded. I, I think sometimes it's even harder. Right. Um, so I, I think that was a struggle that, that he had that, um, I mean, for a great deal of his career, every time that we would talk or often when we would talk, he would, you know, always had this kind of idea of getting out of the Christian music business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yet he never did. He loved right. it. You know, right. it was who he was. So, so yeah, I, I think there's that challenge. So take us through this movie, Ragamuffin. Uh, how, how far does this movie, sp- does, does, this, uh, does this project span? Yeah, it spans somewhere around 35 years, I would say. Wow. Uh, it starts with him as a as a fairly young boy uh, it, growing up on a farm in Indiana and uh, deals a lot with his relationship with my dad and, and some of the hardness there. Um, Can we talk a little bit about that? You mentioned that, that a couple of times. Uh, yeah. What was the, did you experience the same father? Did David, did David Mullins experience the same father that Rich Mullins experienced? Uh, some. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Tell us about that, those relationships then. Yeah. Well, dad was very practical. And uh, I, I don't know anybody that worked harder or was able to do uh, um, more with very little. Gotcha. Uh, and he just was mechanically minded. He, he was a hardworking farmer uh, and tool and die maker. Um, and none of us kids really were, at least none of the boys. Uh, yeah. My brother Lloyd's probably the best out of the three of us. But um, And then dad just really struggled when we weren't couldn't do what he did naturally. Right. Uh, and so, uh, but a lot of it was practical, you know, in the, in the movie, there's a, a scene where, where Rich has put diesel in the, in the tractor or gas in a diesel tractor and uh, messes it up. And, and dad's really mad at him and uh, you know, takes it out on him uh, a mm-hmm. little bit. And uh, you know, I, I think it's, I'm always a little taken back by how people see my dad in it. Cause they're like, Oh, was he really that mean? And I'm like, if you don't understand the tractor goes down on a farm Right. When you're just making it, uh, that, that's not a little deal. Right. So, so being upset that your son put gas in a diesel engine isn't, I, I don't think, all that unreasonable. But, dad, yeah, dad was hard. There wasn't a lot of I love yous mm. uh, ever. Uh, you know, I, I really don't remember my dad ever saying that to anyone. Wow. Uh, but at the same time, I would say, you know, growing up on a farm in Indiana, I don't think any, I never heard any of my friends dads tell them they loved him either you know i mean so a little bit was just kind of the that age parents uh 
But uh, I, I think when when a, a parent, when you're looking for identity and for value, and and a parent can't find a, a way to to help you to see that. I think it has a huge impact. And I, and I think that had a, a, a massive impact on Rich for his whole life. Even though he knew dad loved him, he just, he never, it was almost, yeah, you love me because you have to, I'm your son. Right. Not you love me because you, you get me and you love me. Uh, and so, uh, and some of that I think was just my dad's inability to deal with that side of life. Sure. I think he did. Um, but uh, yeah, to, to be able to say it, my dad kind of walked from a position of, if I have to tell you I love you, then I failed you. Wow. Uh, which, you know, that, that's kind of a perspective that, I'll be honest with you, David, I've never really thought of. Yeah. If I have to tell you I love you, then I've, I've probably failed it, failed you somehow. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, my actions should say it. Sure. And the thing my wife has taught me, because that's what I grew up with, yeah. uh, and the thing my wife has taught me is, that, that may be true. But you should say it anyway. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> it doesn't mean Absolutely. you shouldn't never say it. Absolutely. So, so what, will, what will people, um, uh, what do you want people to know about your brother through this movie? Well, I think what I really hope people get from this movie is uh, the God that he loved um, mm-hmm. and who loved him. Um, at, there was uh, somebody on Facebook posted Uh, And they said, you know, I went to this movie about Rich Mullins and about halfway through, I realized it wasn't a movie about Rich. It was a movie about God. And uh, when I read that, I went, if, if most people who watch this movie get that, that's, that's way better because a movie about Rich. Okay, cool. Um, But a movie that reveals God. Okay. That can have an impact. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, From crosswalk.com came a review that said, there's so much about Ragamuffin that radically sets it apart from many faith-based films. There's an undeniable authenticity in the storytelling. Why do you think they said that? Well, I think uh, from my perspective, I, I think a lot of faith-based movies, a lot of Christian movies come to a tension point um, in telling a story and we don't, like that tension. And so we flinch and find a way to release it for people. Uh, and we tried really hard not to, we just tried to, now this is a story. It's not even the story we wish we could tell, (laughs) but this is what the story is. Uh, but I I think my personal perspective after 25 years of ministry, man, there's so many times I want to do that with the scriptures. I want to do that with the stories of the saints in the Bible. I want to, when it gets to that tension moment of David, committing adultery with Bathsheba and, and then having her husband murdered, uh, basically murdering him. Uh, I want to, but remember the rest of the story of David and, you know, <laughs> All right. who could, you know, okay. So he messed up. He's still a man after God's own heart. Let, and, but what we do so many times when we clean it up and when we give that out, I think we make people greater and right. in that we diminish the greatness of God. And so one of the things we really try to do is just go, let's, we want to, Let's tell an accurate picture, um, whether it's the picture we would like to paint or tell, uh, the story we'd like to tell or not. And, and let's hope that in that we're not glorifying struggle, we're not glorifying brokenness, we're not glorifying those things, but we are glorifying a God who's bigger than those struggles because that's what, that's what I need. Many times in a movie, especially a movie about a, uh, about a real person, there are some artistic license taken. 
um, when people go to see this movie, will they will they see what happened? Yeah, there, there's artistic license for sure, uh, because by the time you take 35 years and shrink it to a little over two hours, there's a lot of characters that are compilation characters right. uh, that represent different people f- at different times in his life. Uh, there are stories that this event never happened, but it tells the story of these four events that we couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, there's definitely some creative license. The thing that I would say is, uh, from my perspective, and I think from an awful lot of people, it's an accurate picture. It's not the only picture, uh, but it is an accurate picture. Yeah. So, so I think it is a true story. Who plays your brother? Uh, His name's Mike Cook. Uh, He's a, one of the things I, I kind of loved about making the movie is it really, the way we made the movie fit his story. I I mean, Mike Cook is the the star of it and he's never acted uh, in any kind of film before, Uh, but he's a musician, artist, and, um, and he just kind of fit. He was a, a, a guy that the director knew from college, uh, and they'd connected over Rich's music and Brendan Manning's writings. And uh, he just got the angst and the, uh, a lot of things that we wanted to, that fit the story we were telling. Um, and so, and I thought he did a great job. So, especially for somebody who had never <laughs> acted in film yeah. before. So, Well, your brother, as, as you know, uh, had an impact on, on Christian music. And, um, that is unparalleled, like, like we, like we said before. So, uh, I'm glad, I'm glad you did it. And I think that the, that people who see it will see, uh, Rich Mo- the Rich Mullins that they always knew was there. Yeah. And what made Rich Mullins, Rich Mullins. Uh, the movie is Ragamuffin. Anything else you want us to, want us to, uh, know about this movie? Um, I, I guess the only th- thing I can think of is that it comes out in the Christian distribution market it'll be out in christian bookstores so yeah thank you so much for being with us today thanks for this movie man it's an important one yeah thank you so much it's been great to be here god bless your brother like i said before i don't think there's a single dvd that i've recommended more to christians about than this movie ragamuffin i've given away to uh uh, a couple of non-believing friends as well. Like, as I think about it, a couple of those I've lent out, I, uh, I, <laughs> I haven't gotten back. But like I said before, it's a raw, gritty, very transparent movie into the life of Rich Mullins. Very, very well done. Excellent, excellent movie. The movie is available at Christian retailers uh, around the nation and, of course, at Amazon.com. All of the links related to David and Ragamuffin can be found in today's show notes at onfaithsedge.com slash 37. That's on faithsedge.com slash 37. Thank you again, David, for coming on the show. I certainly appreciate it. Up next, I sit down with Christian rock legend John Schlitt and talk about the release of his new CD, The Christmas Project. Hello, John. Welcome to the show. Hi, Joe. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, man. I'm good. doing great. Good, good, good. You are just coming off, a, off of a whirlwind trip. I w- ended up in uh, Saudi Arabia for about four days five days uh then right after that came back and went back to uh, slovakia and uh, uh czech republic which was uh, each each show was very important uh for its own reasons and it was just a very gratifying time to see how god was working we have a christmas record out 
Now, it actually unofficially came out last year, but it just didn't make it because we just didn't have, uh, between the, uh, the tours I was doing and the tours my son-in-law, my producer, was doing, there just wasn't enough time to get it out uh, where it could be a uh, supported enough and during the Christmas season. So we put the, the project out as a, as a uh, download, a digital mm-hmm. uh, release, and then said we're going to spend all this year promoting it for the uh, brick-and-mortar stores. My gosh, John, you've got you've got the Christmas project uh, that you were just kicking off. Mm-hmm. You you're you're recently off the the Greater Calls, right? I'm actually still touring that. Uh, the Greater, by the way, John. If anybody can wear out an MP3, <laughs> I'm wearing out. Love won't leave me alone. Man. I I love that album. I I, I tell you what. The grafting, uh, which was the CD before this, uh, that one I I uh, finance, which was oh, never <laughs> want to do that again in my whole life, but um, but that was an important album to oh, you, though. Very important. But what I mean is, I I never been my own record company before, and I mm-hmm. didn't realize just how expensive it was. And Kickstarter allowed me to go to the next level and do the Greater Cause, which was the first project we did with Kickstarter, and then to be able to do this Christmas album. Which just, I mean, a double whammy, just an unbelievable blessing. Uh, and to have people that believe in you and say, you say, okay, I want to do this. I, I, I'm going to promise this. And they go, good, we want to be part of it. They trusted me. Praise God, I think I was able to deliver what I, I said I would. And it's just been a wonderful relationship. I've got, fit, excuse me, 500 friends who were out there talking about the Christmas record, about the greater cause before anyone even knew it existed because they were part of it. And you delivered, brother. <laughs> you delivered. This Christmas album is mm. great. There's one question I want to ask you. All honesty, John. Yes. Hallelujah Chorus. Mm-hmm. Is that all you? Yes, it is. Holy smoke, man. No no tricks. No. Uh, I, if there was a trick, it's only that I can hear myself perfect. You know, in the studio, I heard so well that there was no problem. I mean, even the highest, the highest note now that was that was hitting right close to the to the the where dogs start hearing it, and uh, even that uh, was a challenge. But because I heard it, I, I you've got to understand each one of those notes were doubled. Wow! In other words, I sang it twice, um, and um, to prove that it was for real, I've actually went out and did that song live and recorded it with a with a phone you know it's on it's on the internet just to, if people are really curious about it it's uh it's on that very very uh you know uh non-professional type of thing yeah, yeah. uh somebody had a phone and and i told them about the about the story of it which was actually a challenge it was a challenge by my producer saying here's what we're going to do with that song we're going to you sing as much as you can then we'll bring girls in to, and finish it off he says no you won't we'll, we'll do it all he says no, you can't oh i can't uh. and when he said i couldn't i said okay i'll show you. and it was a contest and the last couple of notes he was he was taking videos of it he was ta- just to prove to his friends that it w- I really was doing it. You've never done a Christmas project before. No, I've wanted to my whole life, actually. Uh, my whole musical life, which covered secular and Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, even during the Heady's days, which was my secular time in music, I I really would have liked to have done a Christmas record. Christmas is a beautiful, beautiful time. From like Thanksgiving to Christmas uh, morning, it's a, it's a wonderful season where the whole world actually has to recognize christ right 
uh, and that's so cool. And and the music that's been written through the ages uh, has just been a, a wonderful season-making sound. And I always wanted to be part of that. I always felt like during that time period, what I did for you know music-wise was just not very, you know, it was it was really helping out the season. So I really wanted to be part of that, and this this album finally allowed me to do it. Uh, the Sailor Brothers directed a video for you. Yes, they did. Little Drummer Boy. Yes. Well, tell us about that, John. They called me up, said, John, we hear you doing a Christmas record. We want to do a video for it. I says, yeah, haven't you heard? He says, no, we know it's going to be great. We want to do a video uh, with you. You pick the song and we'll do it. I said, oh, okay. And I thought about it, kept listening. And then they, they suggested like two or three songs, which was, was great because they, they finally heard the album. We sent them an album out of the CD and they came back with about four suggestions. And the drummer boy seemed like the, the, the just the right one and they hammered it they did an amazing job and uh, i'm very proud of that video i think it re- it has vocally or it, um uh video wise it has an impact that goes right along with the audio it's just it's just really a one-two punch excellent john thank you so much for for coming out to talk with us thanks for checking in with on faith's edge you mean a lot to me you mean a lot to this show thank you, and uh god bless you my friend background is the very song we talked about hallelujah chorus wow what a great song you can hear the christmas project or you can buy the christmas project at just about any christian retail outlet and of course the ever-present amazon.com all of the links related to john and the christmas project can be found in today's show notes at onfaithsedge.com slash 37 that's onfaithsedge.com slash 37 That'll wrap up today's show. Thank you again to David Mullins and John Schlitt. Of course, thank you for listening today. I really appreciate you being here. You mean a lot to me, and you mean a lot to this show. Remember, God is real, and eternity is now. Let's go out and live like it. God bless. God bless.